Can you hear me all right? <laughs> yes. Do you know what's weird? What? Yeah. I'm, us- I'm using the Safari uh, or, you know, the internet. No, I meant, uh, what's it called? Browser. Google. Yeah, the browser. It didn't let me go on the app. That was the weirdest thing. That's weird. Anyways, uh, welcome to the Roost Hour. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're gonna have to do it all over again because it was yeah, so no. weird. I swear, yeah. to you, it was so weird. I was, I was yeah. like, I was like, what the heck? And I'm like, it's not. I like, I have the app installed too, and I was like, what the heck? This is weird. Us, you're now here. So I'll start the introduction, right? Uh, you gonna cut it? No, I can't cut it actually. Okay, then let's just leave the record it and delete it, and we're gonna do it all over again. Let's just start right now. I'm also okay with this. All right, so just uh, welcome to the Roost Hour, and today we will be reporting and discussing news and entertainment, gaming, and real life events. I'm your host, Rodrigo Perales, and here with me is my co host and good friend, Christian Aparicio. Yes. All right, so are there any uh, important news you want to talk about since the Mandalorian? Uh, I still haven't seen a trailer, but. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about it. So I watched it. Um, the trailer seems to uh, pick up where the first season left off. Like, if you can see it. Like, if you saw it, you can tell that it's going to pick up right where it ended. Uh, it's going to show the Mandalorian and the child, a.k.a. Baby Yoda, traveling across the galaxy again once more. So, yeah, I think... Um, just by looking at it, I feel like it's going to be a new adventures, new characters, and I am very excited as a fan to watch it. It's time I watched this. I don't know why I haven't watched it. I don't know. I'm just like, I've just been very anti-Disney this whole time. Like, uh, I like Force Awakens. It was fine. The one was pretty good. The last Jedi, I was hesitant, and Rise of really killed me. Dude, so, like, The Mandalorian is having such a, like, a big moment. Because, uh, okay, this might be, like, a big, like, opinion, but I feel like this series literally helped Disney Plus in a way. For sure. It's it, it's the only, like, thing that's keeping me alive at this point. Like, uh, the main reason I got Disney Plus, and I've had it for, like, five months now. Look, and the- it, it even received Emmy nominations, if I remember correctly. And it deserves it, from what I've heard. Uh, the main reason I got Disney Plus was just, like, just to watch Mandalorian, even though it's been like five months, and The Simpsons, which is why I've been watching, honestly. So, like, all the Simpsons ever, just take my money, Disney. But, uh, uh and then the X Men was just recently got on Disney Plus, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'll get to that eventually, but who knows when now. Is there anything else you want to talk about The Mandalorian? Um, not. Really, but I just guess that this is gonna like, I guess, bring more fans or they're gonna bring them back because I've heard that you know a lot of people get tired of Disney Plus quick because I know it's like nostalgic to watch back your favorite shows that you watched as a kid, but then it gets tiring, you know. That's what happened to me. Like, personally, I just finished watching the Spider Man series that I watched and I finished it and I was like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> And I'm like, I, there's no use for this. Delete. <laughs> yeah, apparently they had to lost a lot, like hundreds of thousands of members after the Mandalorian season finale ended. So I, they're probably going to see returns. Mm-hmm. They're going to see returns. And look, and Disney already confirmed like 
the Falcon and Winter Soldier is also coming, but then again, it's also delayed, but who knows? Yeah. My, my streaming show, it's, it's The Boys, man. I love hell out of that show. It's, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's hard to explain these shows, honestly, because I don't want to spoil it for anyone, and I spoiled it some, some for you, the, like, the, I read the comics recently, and it goes, like, a way more brutal direction, and I'm sort of glad I didn't take that direction, because the boys feel special in its own way, and I just want to talk about, like, the, the, we got some numbers for the premiere of the boys season two, and it's actually beating the Mandalorian and Stranger Things premiere, which I think the Mandalorian will eventually come back and beat the boys season two premiere numbers, because of this whole quarantine staying at home order. Like, everyone's way more at home now than ever. So uh, it wasn't a surprise that the boys beat Mandalorian and Stranger Things. But I think it's also because of, like, there's a two-superhero drought we hit, we got going on right now since uh, it's really the boys we're, we're waiting on and then Falcon Witch Soldier. And Wonder Woman and Black Widow are supposed to come out sometime this lifetime, honestly, at this point, right? Wasn't Wonder Woman supposed to come out in the summer? May. May, right? Yeah. No, wait. No, I'm wrong. Wasn't it July? They pushed it to July. That's what it was. Okay, yeah, they pushed it to July, but it didn't come out in July. Yeah. So we really have two finished movies, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I think Eternals? No, Eternals uh, hasn't finished yet. There's There's not even a trailer out, I think. No, I feel like they did finish filming, but... Like I guess they're still editing post production. Post production, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So what else so is coming out now? Because um, because Black Widow is supposedly still coming out November six, but who knows how that is? Because uh, I think uh, Warner Brothers just delayed Wonder Woman again, like this week. It's also oh, really? second, but it's delayed. Just the winter season. You know what I've heard? What? I've heard that um, well, that Marvel's thinking of releasing Black Widow internationally, but I just don't think the USA was in it too. I don't blame them also. Because it's cool. because I because even if it's not in the USA, they could still make big money. Oh, for sure. Outside of the USA. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a question. It's only if they're willing to do it. Because I think uh, actually uh, we brought this up like two weeks ago, right? The Mulan. I still haven't seen the box. The what's the, the I guess the box office about that? Seven point five million. Or Tenet, right? Tenet was released internationally, if I remember correctly, too. Mm-hmm. But it, it is making money, if I if I remember correctly, I think. Okay, so Mulan, I'm checking out the numbers from Wall Street Journal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mulan's actually making around $23.2 million. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I can't. I don't have a Wall Street that, account. I, I'm just reading the title at the front. <laughs> but just from reading it from there, I feel like that's not a lot. 
for a Disney movie? Like two hundred million dollars for Disney. And the weekend, the opening weekend is usually the biggest one, but like that's for movie theaters. This is Disney Plus now. Yeah. And uh, China flopped apparently. Well, I I think China flopped because um, it had to do something with the actress, if I remember correctly. You wasn't supposed or no? She was again or... in Hong Kong protest, I believe, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it, it was. Popular with the, with the general public, I believe. What was it? Let me check again. Mm. Yeah, it was sort of weird because Mulan's supposed to be appeal to like the Asian like uh, audience, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's some numbers. If, if people don't know the numbers. So Mulan made 23.2 million. And to compare, Endgame made 175 million. Uh, Frozen 2 made 52 million, almost 53 million. Aquaman earned 93 million. So there's a, those are all like big Avengers and Frozen, they're all Disney. So you can compare it to that. But like, mm-hmm. it's a different situation. I think the best situation to compare it to is Frozen 2, honestly. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not, not something people are gonna want to watch. Yeah. Okay, so moving on. Yeah. If we can move on. Let's okay. Move on. Um so the next thing I came across is a old show. I used to be a big fan of it. Um not not so much now. We kinda stopped watching it was uh the walking dead um it's it's the end is near the end is here True. finally <laughs> after so many years it's coming to an end um the 11th season will be the final season um you know i used to be a fan until season eight i feel like or season nine i forgot what season was it but after okay all i remember is that they they okay they stopped negan and that was it. <laughs> and then after that, I stopped watching it. Oh, it was the season where Rick died, supposedly. But if you watch it, he didn't. But yeah, it was that season. I did not watch the complete season. After that, I was done. But reports are coming in that this is going to be the final season, the 11th season. And after it, there's going to be a spinoff <laughs> series that is going to have uh, Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl, the fan favorite of the show. And Melissa, Melissa McBride, who plays Carol, also another fan favorite of the show. So they're both going to be together in this spinoff for 2023. So it kind of it kind of comes into like question: Is the show really over? Because I know they're gonna. There's a spinoff also coming in, and it's supposedly for sure. a video game of uh, Walking Dead. No, there's like another. There's another show coming in. I think there was like some. There's like two. It's supposed. Spin-off. Yeah, yeah. There's there's Fear the Walking Dead, but no, there's another one. There's a new one that's coming out. I forgot what it was. It had to do something with high school kids. It was like teenagers basically, and people were like, "Oh, this is gonna be like one of those shows that is, um, whose target audience is mostly teenagers," because it looked kind of cheesy. Uh, so now we're going to have another spinoff show now starting these two. And then we have the three films, the three Walking Dead films that 
they said Andrew Lincoln uh, or Rick Grimes was going to be a part of those three standalone films. Uh, but they're still going to be connected to The Walking Dead. So it's over. But in reality, it kind of is not. Yeah. <laughs> because there's still more that's coming in. So I guess you could say that people are kind of excited, you know, because a lot of people were waiting for it to end since season eight. They were like, oh, I think it should end right here because it's a perfect ending or they should have ended at this season or this season. And now that it's finally ending, um, I guess people are like, kind of like, oh, it's ending. <laughs> yeah, That's cool. Honestly, uh, I never got into the locking that much, honestly. So I have nothing to say about it. I feel um, the show. Please. It was, it was, it was a good TV show. Um, I remember season six or season five. I remember it. It was being talked about it all over the news as a, as a because I, it got number one ratings. I think if I remember correctly, every because it was a weekend show if I remember correctly too, and it would always be the top draw. They would be they would be having the ratings the biggest ratings of any show and i was always nominated if i remember correctly too but i forgot if it was for the emmys i don't think they were nominated for the emmys to be honest i have no idea now i forgot you know i used to be a walking dead fan but after like you know i just got tired of it to be honest but it's cool that it's like it's ending there's going to be a conclusion now, so it might actually bring me back and, you know, finish the rest of the seasons. But, yeah, kind of excited. So, you want to talk some DC stuff? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was really hoping this would be good. DC fandom, those explore the multiverse. It happened last Saturday. I honestly forgot about it. The whole world forgot about it, honestly. It was underwhelming. Because no one can compete with the Batman trailer. Because that one was just amazing. And I was just yes. But, but we have some CW shows, which, as anyone knows, I have awful taste is with people I enjoy them, right? Yes. So what do we got? Uh, the Superman Lois show. Uh, Superman's getting a new suit, which is pretty cool. It's gonna apparently look a bit more like the Henry Cavill suit, like the S. So that's cool. Uh. It's going to be a family drama, which is making me worried. And I figured it was going to be that because he has now two sons. They're both teenagers. Whatever teenagers count in CW shows, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Because Cole Sprouse is, playing in, is in Riverdale. Uh, he's a teenager in that show. How old is he now? I remember him from uh, Sweet Life on Deck and Zach and Cody, right? I knew he was an actual teenager in that show. And now it's been like, what, 10 years now? Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's I can sort of still see the teenager, but that's becoming a culture. I'm excited for that. Superman Lois show. I feel I'm hoping it's gonna be really good. Uh DC Universe shows. Uh Doom Patrol season three has been kind of renewed by HBO Max, so that's great. It's, it's been it's been good. I'm still gonna I don't know if I'm gonna watch that, honestly. I still haven't started watching it. Titans is apparently continuing, which is good. I like the Jason Todd aspect to it. And Schoolboy is pretty cool, cool character. The rest are just. It feels like the Snyderverse. Like the. It goes with the Snyderverse. It feels connected with that. I feel like the jury drab color sometimes. And like the times are supposed to be colorful and all that. 
but just my personal thoughts. Mm-hmm. And what else? Yeah. Jason Todd's going to become Red Hood, which is really cool. I really want to see that. Uh, Stargirl is going to go into CW. All the DC, uni- DC Universe is dead now, for sure. Uh, all, the sh- all the specific shows are now separated. Uh, Swamp Thing will not get uh, a second season, sadly. It's going to be on CW. Like, uh, Wasn't it canceled? It was canceled, yeah. After one season. Because uh, there was something about like financials and all that. Like, tax- they were supposed to get a tax break or whatever, but they didn't get it. So, like, the, there wasn't money to spend. That's unfortunate. I heard it's a really good show. Uh, the CW stuff, nothing big. It's, uh, about the new Batwoman. I'm hoping she's good, but, like, I'm, it's not appealing to me because, for the most part, I just watch Legends and Flash and Arrow once in a while. And I'm definitely going to watch Superman, though. Superman's probably number two or number one in my favorite superheroes. That's good. Uh, they talked about some comic stuff. It wasn't that big. It was stuff that we already knew. Uh, there was like a comic drought for a bit because this is, there's a big superhero drought. So I'm excited to get CW shows back because it sort of keeps me. I know people are glad that we don't have Marvel movies right now, but I need it. It's like sort of like a drug in the movie. Like it's my addiction. <laughs> I need it. I don't need it. I need it. But. Yeah, I'm really excited for what's going on with the shows. Okay, I think there's some good stories that could still be told, but I'm just gonna I'm cautious, cautiously. And the crossover, I'm still like I'm still talking about crisis today for some reason. So I'm excited to see what's going on because I have like a low standard to see the show. I don't know what the camera is talking about. But you ain't even watching any of these shows, I'm guessing, right? Uh, yeah. no. You watch the crossovers, honestly, they're fine. Yes, I watch crossover. Well, that's Kevin Conroy, nice. That's the yes. that's Robin from 1960s. Uh, so speaking about the CW, we're, we're gonna get new gaming drama. Let's go on the CW. It's about a female cat protagonist trying to become a. Uh, or is it? Let me find the quote. I have the article right here. It's reported by Deadline and Collider, so it's, it's in the development so far. Okay, so here it is. GG fully captures the challenges of women continuing to fight for recognition in the gaming world. To tell this story, Jay and I could not have been more thrilled to be working alongside the immensely talented Debbie. Limbling and Daisy Gardner, as well as CW and CBS TV. And so, apparently, there's already a show with the same premise about like a female gaming joining like an esports team. And it was made by Game Grumps like a few months, like years ago on YouTube. And it's really like the basic, it's not, I, I'm sure curious how the uh, community is going to be reacting because there's already that hatred of CW, right? The right? Yeah. Uh, the trans rights in Supergirl. They did a. Uh, what else did they do? They did a. Uh, that one was controversial, quote unquote. I think it was alright uh, for like the lesbian thing. But she was a lesbian. I don't think people complain that much about it, but that was like a weird thing for a lot of people, which I don't see why. Uh, 
So it's not a surprise that they're doing this, but it feels really like he loves the like bare minimum, like a like show writing. Honestly, it's nothing like amazing. So I don't, I don't think a lot of people are gonna watch into it. But I just find it interesting because like I feel like the gamer community, like the whole male one, like stop putting like why isn't this representing me and all that, like the like the dirty game. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Is that it? Yes. <laughs> You not feel angry about a female gamer show? Why can't it be the guy? Well, I I don't know. Like I don't I don't want to say anything that's negative. I guess yeah. I don't feel. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be generic, honestly. It, it sounds like a inoffensive show for the most part, but like the you know, like the last Jedi fanboys are that kind of stuff going on. Yeah. So wait. I'm, Aren't you one of them? No. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm not into Last Jedi, but I think the Last Jedi is alright. But I, I honestly, I watch it a few times. I'm very first time with it, and I watch it, and like, damn. Now I, I prefer Last Jedi over anything over this. I think I'm looking honestly. I don't like what they did to Luke Skywalker, but I think like the Ray, I don't think it's pretty cool. Uh, the fence stuff and Rose. Was pretty lame, like on. I wish it could have done more cool stuff. And I feel like Finn is a cool character, and Rose could have been. She wasn't appealing to me, but like she could have done a lot of cool stuff. Yes. Yeah. I don't hate anything. Right. Like, oh, I hate that Rose is that, but then, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's just very minimal. It could have been way more. It's just like, it's mainstream, like Disney stuff. Like, they didn't want to do anything like two page or anything. So speaking about streaming services, we got a new one. Oh my goodness. Introducing Paramount Plus. What is it? No. It is the new name for the company's CBS All Access streaming services. So you get to watch all your CBS shows on Paramount Plus. Okay. So now we got a new streaming service in that game with all these other streaming services now. We got Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu. Uh help me out a help me out a bit. <laughs> oh HBO Max. Yeah. Um, uh, Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus. What about uh the one with the office? Uh Peacock. Oh yeah, Peacock. Quibi, Quibi, that one too. Quibi too. Right now. It's awful. Oh no, I'm just finding. Out, I'm looking at it right now. The first article I got was CBS All Access is set to become Paramount Plus next year because branding is hard. Ah yes, Paramount, the hip studio all the kids love. I don't even know what to do about. What do they have? The Offer. It's a new miniseries about the Godfather. Oh yeah, there's the that music? too. Oh, that's cool. I guess they're gonna do a new version of behind the MTV's behind the music. Yeah, I don't know who's excited for this, honestly. Uh, the Star Trek fans. I think the Star Trek fans hate. Don't they hate the new show? I thought they. I'm pretty sure. They oh, they do. Yeah. <laughs> I got the cartoon. Okay, the never mind. It's like, it's like a. I heard like it's a pure humor comedy, or like it's like a. They sort of break their own rules of like their, like uh don't like uh don't uh, what is it don't 
interact with species like uh and like don't give them like food weapons any kind of that, that stuff because you're like you're you're changing like the evolution and all that the prime directive apparently that's what i heard wow okay well i guess nobody will be excited for this only if you're into uh i'm guessing i guess that's cool wait what I think it might be the Hedgehog movie, I guess. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't like, have that much appeal, honestly. Oh, yeah, it has the name Paramount. I forgot. So I guess a lot of the films from Paramount will be in there, Obviously, right? Uh, Transformers, Mission Impossible. But I don't see, like, like there's no, like, Paramount fanboy that exists, right? There's, like, Disney fanboy, uh, <laughs> Star Wars fanboys, but, like, oh, that's just Disney again. Uh, what else? Netflix. <laughs> There's no Netflix fanboys, I believe, right? It's just Disney fanboys and Nickelodeon fanboys, I'm guessing, right? Like, oh, I love. Uh... Damn, thinking it's hard. Uh... <laughs> I love. Uh... Can't even think of any Nickelodeon shows because I love SpongeBob. Yes. So I guess that's the thing, but that's. Uh, I think that's Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't even know the brand name. Like, I, like, is this, is this basically become cable, right? Like, a lot of people, mm-hmm. like oh, I want to watch my SpongeBob. Like, I got Netflix. I want to watch Mandalorian. I got Cable Plus. All of them. How many streaming services do you have? Wait, what? How many streaming services do you use? I only have uh, Netflix. Really? Mm-hmm. I still have I took out the rest. <laughs> Honestly, I should I should do that. I still have Disney Plus controller. Who do I have to watch? Oh no, wait, I have Prime. <laughs> yes, I use Prime too. I'm not pirating, so <laughs> I'm still paying for Prime actually. I've been trying to get that canceled for like a month now. So like I don't care if I'm pirating, I'm paying for it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I forgot. I was like, Oh yeah, I have this. Yeah, so the voice, I don't see why. Uh I still have DC Universe. I'm pissed because I canceled that like five months ago. That's like five dollars. So I'm trying. I'm still trying to get that canceled. So Prime and DC Universe. I, I'm trying to get canceled, so I don't really count that. I have Hulu and Disney Plus, and I think that's fine for me. How about you? you have Disney Plus? Yeah. And you don't watch Mandalorian season one? I've just been watching The Simpsons, but like I haven't watched Disney Plus in two months, so it's probably wasting my money right now. You should have watched Mandalorian. I'll get to it when I get to it. You literally have it right there. <laughs> when is season two coming out? October 30th. I'll watch it before then. All right. I got time. I got time. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to the 30 minute mark. We should just stop now and continue, right? Yep. Okay, we'll be back.
So what else do you want to talk about after streaming services? Okay then. Um so, uh let's get it instead of DC, let's go into the Marvel universe. Oh Lord. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be headed in a big way. There are reports coming in that um, the HBO star Jonathan Mayers from the series uh, Lovecraft Country is playing Kang the Conqueror in the next Ant-Man movie. Like, oh my okay. gosh! Hey, <laughs> what? A year ago, there was a talk that Paul Rudd said, "I don't even know if Ant-Man is happening." And now it is. It's coming in a big way. People but, are now saying that Ant-Man is going to be one of the best trilogies. <laughs> uh, not really. Ant-Man three literally saved the trilogy. Then Ant-Man, the first Ant-Man was. Pretty good, like decent, average, right? Yeah. I mean, two was just okay. Exit. It was okay, but like since it was after Infinity War, it's like it's quite bad. But yeah, that too. Dude, I'm like, it's kind of okay. People, there are a lot of like, like they're saying that he's playing a big, big character, okay? And people are saying that's gonna be King. Kang the Kang the Conqueror, and there are so many reports about this, so I I have a feeling it has to be believable. It has to be true. Uh, I'm sort of done with Marvel. I'm not gonna lie, because I feel like I'm getting peaked. Like it's just Iron Man, Doctor Strange for me, and maybe Thor. Yeah, right now for me is Doctor Strange and Thor, but after this, I might actually get excited for this because I know for a fact they're setting up um, uh, Young Scott, Avengers. Yeah, Young Avengers, and they're gonna start first with uh, Cassie Lang and uh, what's uh Tony Zotter, obviously. What else we got? Uh, uh, Kate, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop, right? Who else is there? Scarlet Witch. Uh... His sons? Is it their sons? I guess. It's really big on what they're going to do with the Scarlet Witch show, honestly. So it seems cool. What else is there? Uh, they might bring an Iron Lad. Maybe. I'm in weird with the whole Kang Conqueror because Iron Lad involves it. It's confusing time Yeah. Probably. Yeah, like... Uh, I'm getting some, some fly bit enough, I guess. But it's not more complicated time travel, honestly. I think it's a cool concept. It's like the one of them Avengers major villains. I find it weird that he's like he would be in Ant Man three if that's the thing. Because Ant Man's are like street level, I guess I would have to say, right? I guess it's because he he Ant Man is probably going to since he kind of introduced Quantum Realm, and since they mm-hmm. use that to time travel, I guess in this movie they're probably going to talk about it again. And then this maybe Kang comes from that same machine, or he comes. He comes through using the quantum realm. Yeah. Okay, I still haven't seen that, but I think it's gonna be more. If this is, this is the way it seems to be more than Ant-Man Wasp movie, I think it's gonna be like a Thor Ragnarok kind of thing. Like, where Hulk has to be involved, or like someone else has to be involved because they they certainly need the more muscle, that kind of thing. Yeah. So who do we? I assume Doctor Strange, maybe in time travel involved, but it's hard to say because uh, I don't think he's. 
well, they're, they're saying that it's a leading role. So Kang has to be like almost a villain of the movie. Am I correct? Obviously. If he's if he's playing yeah. a leading role. Yeah, obviously. But uh who like like uh, Ant Man and uh Wong Founding like, uh, they're not on the same level as Kang. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I guess you can like Captain Marvel. Probably I... her. But then again, he'll probably be busy. <laughs> yeah, I think he's in space and all that. I don't know. So it's weird. Uh, what are the plans for the Hulk? He's going to be in She-Hulk, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Disney Plus. It's a weird thing if they're going to have Kang. Cause I never thought, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, literally the only Ant-Man villain I knew was uh, Yellow Jacket. Well, like, that's, that's not even really villain. That's more like personality disorder, right? <laughs> That's, uh, that's one of Hank Pym's personality disorder things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like, uh, the only one I knew was uh, that big egg, egghead guy. I literally called him Eggman. Eggman. Mm-hmm. Dude, really, uh, so, I don't know if this is going to be true, too, but they said the Fantastic Four was also going to appear in Ant-Man 3. I definitely said that because of the Quantum Realm and all that. Like, maybe they're stuck in the Quantum Realm and they get out, and then, like, they get, they get their powers that kind of way. So, so I guess... Yeah, I yeah, that's the thing. Up. Yeah, yeah. I just I just looked up uh, what's the like the egg 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 villain? Like it's really a guy named Egghead. Oh, that's the villain that I want. Can we get Jonathan, whatever his name is, to play Egghead? Like just get him bald, all right? Get him like egg and yeah, it's it's a movie that writes itself, honestly. One billion dollars. Come on, let's go. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think I will. Fine, we get a what if movie or what if show episode. So now you got me thinking, like, who are they gonna put next to Ant? Because Ant Man, you can't like, like, oh yeah, this is a superhero that's gonna face. He's like a street level stealthy. Like, I would have enjoyed like a, I like Iron Man one because it's sort of like a heist movie that kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah. But I was in a weird place, so it's hard to say. But yeah, it's a cool concept. I would, I want to see. Uh, I got oh so I didn't want to talk about Borat because I've started watching I'm I'm gonna watch it eventually this week or this month at least. Uh, Borat it's a rated R movie, and it's more like just showing off like racism in America. Or, and this was really sound six, so it was pretty like surprising. And mm-hmm. it's like a thing where you like my wife. I can't even do the impression. Can you do it? Yes. To my wife. My Say wife. My wife. My wife. My wife, my sister. This is my this other is my wife. My and this one I pay, but it's fun. it's fun. I don't, I can't even do it right. But apparently, Borat Two has already been shot, and this was so. It's been apparently fourteen years since uh this has all happened. And like considering like America's what's going on with America, like America feeds into like they want to see all the crazy crazy races. Honestly, you got like. It's a tradition in America, honestly, to see like all the crazy stuff that's going on in our country, honestly. So they've already been filming it, but like, the problem with Borat One afterwards is like if he wants to do a sequel, uh, people will know him already, like they will recognize him. So he has to wear like more disguises and everything, like grow a beard, uh, change his hair color, like, like look different now, obviously, right? Uh-huh. I'm curious. Uh, yeah, he's going to trouble. So I'm really curious what he's. Um, what he saw because uh, it is gonna it's definitely a fun movie to watch and like it's uh, 
Uh, something you guys gotta watch, honestly. Once, whenever it comes out. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm just say something fun, you guys. I watch. What about you? What else you got? What else I got? Yeah. To talk about? Yeah, I think I have only two more news articles. Okay, this is gonna be my final one. Good the, for you. Yes. <laughs> well, not my I, final one. But sorry, like, I, I don't want to stop. So I don't remember when this was. Well, actually, I think I do know the date. Hold up. I think this was like, when did he talk about this? But I I might be getting a little political. Well, probably not because I'm only talking about it. Yeah. So (laughs) the Joe Rogan podcast and we're going to see Trump versus Biden debate hosted by Joe Rogan. What do you think? I think it's great. It's just beautiful. This is the leading point of America, honestly. Entertainment is coming. Uh, yeah, I still gotta read up on that, honestly. I don't want to spoil myself. Honestly, it's like a this is like neat entertainment now. This is what they said. This proposed debate would be four hours in a room with no audience. So it's only those three, and I guess probably like cameramen if they're gonna put cameras. Yeah. Okay. I don't know because um, Democrats are being very careful of Biden right now, and so is Trump. So yeah, imagine they go in there, no yeah, like no, no sensors or nothing. I'm scared now looking about it. It was just um, and, no, uh, pro- it's probably not going to be just them. To be honest, I, I, yeah, of no, course no. they're going to there's going to be guards or something like that. Who's we'll that? Probably <laughs> guards because they no. don't want them for, to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you much. Oh, uh, does Joe Rogan fix America? Probably not, but we'll have to see. Honestly, <laughs> he's not even like has the resume to like do this. To be honest, to be one of those, uh, what are what are they called? Moderator. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Um, on to the next news topic. Yeah, you can go. Yeah, sure. Uh, this is at, this is a gaming church, obviously, like about news and all that, right? So yes. the only thing insane at this point oh. is the concept of Super Mario 3D All Stars because I am pissed. Oh, I am okay. what? I thought you said you're gonna say pissed. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I am a bit honestly now because uh, there's even some controversies about the game because it's a. Uh, it's a re- there's no remake or anything. It's literally just like a port, which is sort of underwhelming because like uh, it's Super Mario 64, one of the best games ever made. There's no question about that. There's an icon in the gaming community, and it's sort of just lame. Just like oh, you just ported it on the Switch, which is I guess cool, but like I haven't played Mario 64 since I was like five or something, and now I'm not. I'm I'm 20 next week. You know that, right? Yes, Monday. Yeah, so it's like. I feel so old to say this thing, but I'm gonna love it because it's so much right now. And it's uh, I'm surprised it's not gonna have Mario Galaxy too. It sort of became a meme, right? Yes. Yeah, because uh, it's still as good as Mario. It's I heard it's better than Mario Galaxy. Uh, I vaguely remember playing Galaxy, but uh, I didn't have a Wii, so that was more of a at that point. And uh, Sunshine, I've never played it honestly, so I don't expect to play that because uh, you know how much they go for a secondhand copy. How much? They go for a hundred dollars. Just a uh, Mario Sunshine. 
There was a DS version of it, or no? No, that's a uh, Super Mario 64. No, uh, Sunshine. Well, what, what console was it for? I don't know. GameCube. GameCube. No, I don't think so. Yeah, because... no, it's on, it's also on the GameCube. Oh, okay. Because the game I remember playing was the 64 one. Yeah, that was on DS also. Yeah, that was the one that I remember playing. And it was the it was because my brothers had DS. I was more of an Xbox guy, but like since they have it, I was like, okay, let me let me play this game. And it yeah. was the it was so fun. I love playing that one. Yeah, so people are on because like the Crash Bandicoot uh, trilogy, insane tri- trilogy. Uh, it got remade. It got remastered, basically. Yeah, like, games Better, recorded, Yeah, video. Mm-hmm. But like the thing is, Mario, these Mario games are like icons. Like, uh, what are they? Uh. Mario Sunshine is the worst game out of three, supposedly, right? Mm-hmm. And it's still 92% on Metacritic. And Super Mario 64 is 96%. It's just like they're all really good games. Like, there's no question about that. So, people are sort of like trying to compare, like, are we just going to buy it for the hell out of it? Or, like, I need, I want it because I haven't played Sunshine. But I'm really excited for 64 because that's just nostalgia for me. And that's sort of like, are we just giving, giving money to them for like little things like this? Like, Say honestly, versus because um, apparently there's a shortage right now of like 3D All Stars because uh, I've seen some images of like apparently some Walmart's already stocking them, but you can't buy them. They're just in the field for 50 bucks. So here's honestly my plan, my my genius big green galaxy brain plan, right? I my brother and I pre-order our own 3D All Stars, right? We only have yes. one for sale. And just in case, like, uh, he wants to get like one of these, like, five or something, like, ones for adults, right? Uh-huh. Because it's like these three big games, like they're iconic. Like twenty years, sixty four came out what, like, twenty years ago? I really? What the heck? Twenty years ago? Really? Uh, how old is this game? Nineteen ninety six. Oh man, twenty four years, and it's still like a legend right now. Yeah, it's like an. Like, I, can't even, I won't say icon so many times, but, like, you get the idea, right? Mm-hmm. So people talk about it, and, like, there's speedruns still happening about it, like, trying to score and all. It's great. It's crazy. I love it. That's what made Nintendo, like, one a big company, right? Or, like, before the, oh, like, it continued making them a big company because of, they are the Mario Brothers and all that, right? Yes. It's a studio one, but I'm really a big fan of the 3D Mario games, right? Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that. And... Uh, it's sort of crazy to see, like, I played this game when I was five, and now I'm going to play again when I'm at uh, 19, 20, right? Uh-huh. But the problem with me with it is apparently there's shortages already, like, because of pre orders already happened, um, and they're all getting canceled, apparently. And the game hasn't come out, and it's supposed to come out in three days on Friday, September 28th. I mean, 18, right? Uh-huh. So uh, I'm worried about my copy. Can I pre order it, or will come out? The physical, the physical copy, because I'm, it's more about, like, you know, like, Digital games can be uh, lost eventually, and then like you can't retrieve them. Like let's say you like your PS4 downloaded a game, right? Yes. And then like your game broke or whatever, and then like it's already like an old system like the Wii, right? If the Wii, if your Wii broke and you had like a digital game, right, it's gone basically because like the servers are gone. It's it's a weird explanation, but like that's why I heard from it, right? Yes. But if you have the Wii discs, but if you have this game, you're fine. But like if you digital, like yeah, it sucks because like the servers are gone. Apparently that's how it works with also like buying digital movies. So that's where it flex like just buy this physical, it's a cool thing to have. You put it up on a shelf, like have a game collection. I've always liked that concept, right? 
Uh-huh. Well, the physical copy of what's in the blood, right? And this game is this caused two controversial shortages because people really like all these games, right? Uh-huh. And they haven't played a ton of time because they either lost it or the they never got to play it because uh, that one was made in 2002, I believe. Hang on, I'm sorry. It was uh, it's been a long time, right? Almost 20 years now. 20, I think I believe it's uh, 2002, right? So it's 18 years now, right? Yeah. So people are complaining are it's a limited time because it's only coming out until March thirty something and then like you're gone like bye, you can't get it. You got to buy a physical copy, but like people are buying the physical copies, they're keeping it for sure. Because like this is just like these aren't just like new modern games for us. These are classics, like icons, I'm keep saying that. I know that the repeat things like that, right? Uh-huh. So uh this is my my big galaxy brain plan, right? Um me and my brother pre ordered it, we're gonna keep it for ourselves, right? Just in mm-hmm. case, I'm going Friday morning. I'll uh, call my brother and then go to the Walmart nearby and see if they have in stock because uh, apparently some Walmarts already stocked them, but they can't sell. I think I already took that, but I'm going to just get one real quick. And then just in case my pre-order doesn't get it. Wait, and if not, I'm just like cancel my pre-order and then just return it. That's it. Because I want to play that game as soon as it comes out. As soon as it comes out? The last game I finished... Hasn't been like Persona 5, uh, I mean Smash Bros. on the I didn't I remember the uh, game, all the characters. Uh, the last game I like, the last console game I played was probably like 3D World. Yeah, from like the 3DS game. 3D World? Yeah, Mario 3D World. I've been saving myself, right? For this moment. I forgot how much I love these games, 3D, and yeah, it's a 3DS game. It came out 2011. Let's go. I mean, yeah, I think it's like mainly the Mario games that keep me into it, like Nintendo. Yeah, I'm like I'm a really dumb gamer. I don't like the like never like I'm a little Nintendo fan, so that's why I like just like these games, like uh, the Super Mario Bros. 2 and all those. That's what keeps me going. So that's why I've been playing a lot of Mario Maker because it's like uh, it just continues to for me. So hopefully the shortages they get fixed and restocked because like I think Nintendo should have known like this is gonna be a big deal. This is a big holiday game, I'm assuming, because Avengers is flopping, I'm get I'm assuming, right? I I heard it's bad. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Mediocre I heard it's mediocre at best, and I heard it's bad also. Uh I, I've seen the clips, they're looking cool, but like I'm not getting it. Like I'll I'll get it if it's twenty bucks, I guess, right? Uh-huh. What do you think do? For which one? Avengers. If it's like twenty bucks, we'll probably buy it. I don't. I don't know. I've seen some gameplay. Um, I've seen a, P, a streamers play it too, and they also said that um, it it's good. Like like it's okay, but but like um. It looks good like Spider Man PS4. Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. Oh no, for sure. You don't think that? Wait, what'd you say? It's better than Spider Man. It's not as good as Spider Man PS4. No, no, no. I don't think it is, but I think Spider-Man PS4 is much better. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. No, I'm saying it's not as good. Yeah. I think it's not as good as Spider-Man PS4. Uh-huh. So, maybe I'll pick it up. I'm not sure. Uh, for sure, I'm not. The $60 is not worth it, though. Uh, I think I only had one one more news article to talk about, because uh, 3D also is all I've been thinking about <laughs> like gaming the last two weeks. Uh, do you have anything to talk about? Among Us. 
Dude, I, I want to get all the boys together just to like, play. It's just so much fun to play. Dude, I have it. I already have it downloaded on my phone. Wait, have you not played it yet? I played it for like three hours now. Yeah, I played it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Okay. Yeah, but it's uh, been it's like so different because one sense. you're not pl- you're not it. you're not playing with your friends though. That's the thing. You could do it. You know that, right? Really? Yeah, we just gotta make like a private like a a private co- a private party and then like a you give them the code. Oh, let's do it. Let's yeah, we gotta do it. Good, that's good. Uh, I think we could get together. Once. Dude, it's so cool how this game like literally so came cool. out came out two yeah. years ago. Yeah, why is that? I I looked it up yesterday. And like, why is it popular suddenly now? I guess it's because um I forgot who was the one that popularized it. A YouTuber made it popular, but I forgot who it was. Are you there? Because because then it started coming out everywhere. A YouTuber started playing it for started playing it first. And I guess people like, and since it's like a huge game where you can play with friends, I guess he invited. Well, I'm just got a guy announced apparently. Wait, what? Yeah, no. So I'm reading the Wikipedia. Uh, I didn't get a lot of attention, but uh, a lot of popularity came from it in 2020 because of Twitch streamers and YouTubers. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know Among Us 2 was happening. That's cool. But is there like a story? Can we like talk about how like Fall Guys and Among Us are literally like don't have like a much character detail, it's just a blob with a face. So cool. So cool. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Wait, what? Oh, apparently they're making Among Us too. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything cool about like uh, it's coming out August 2021. So I think the hype might be over by then, right? Probably, to be honest. I think this game like fits so much better today because uh, since we can't go outside, we can't be near friends. This is a perfect game. Oh, this is like the perfect. Well, then again, other uh, it can't. It just it's not this game. It can be any game, to be honest. Okay. What's Among Us on? I know it's on Steam and just like our phones now, right? It's on Steam. It's on your phone. And that's it. Alright. I don't see a game like a digital, like a, not a console. No, it's not a console. No, it's not on console. I can see on like the Nintendo eShop, honestly. Because it's scribble nuts, like the little texting thing and all that. Can I not? Yeah. I got I'm not sure. I don't know that much about like the video game, like uh, digital soft, honestly. Uh, is that all you want to talk about? Oh, I saw one more news thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Are you done with everything? Yeah, you can go. Uh, this is my only like news thing because this is what's keeping me with all like the code stuff. Uh, you're looking at online learning, right? It's fine for what it is, right? Yeah. Sorry for what we have, but uh, this is from the Miami Herald, right? Okay. This is the. Student arrested for cyber attack against Miami schools used to prevent program. So originally, I thought this was an article like uh, he just hacked the place for like three hours or whatever. It's like oh, just three hours. It's not that bad. And then uh, this happened. Uh, it's a 16-year-old teen accused of launching a cyber attack that helped shut down Miami's Miami-Dade online classes. And he used and like I'm not a hacker guy, right? So I'm not gonna try to explain this. 
Uh, this is what the article says. Use a simple, easy to download program to overwhelm the servers of the nation's fourth largest school district. What do you do? Uh, yeah, apparently he's been, he orchestrated more than, uh, no, uh, he, he's a, he's been released accused of two dozen cyber attacks, but there's apparently eight dozen cyber, eight dozen, wait, uh, eight dozen cyber attacks. So I don't even know, like, how much that is. Uh, it was apparently for three days, like, uh, from Monday to Thursday morning, like, 3 a.m. What? Yeah, so, like, the school system went down for three days, basically. Uh, because uh, the cybersecurity is like a real joke with it, apparently. So they're using uh, the, the tool they use was called Low Orbit Ion Cannon, and it's like something like basic hackers used back apparently like ten years ago. Dang. And like well, it was a big deal back ten years ago when like cybersecurity improved so much. Like it, it's not a joke. Like, well, apparently the school the school didn't really care about the cybersecurity and they just used it like that. And uh, like some cybersecurity uh, experts said, the LO uh, program used is not particularly sophisticated. It's a point and click program. You don't have, have to have a great degree of sophistication to launch it, uh, said cyber, a cybersecurity expert and federal and former federal cyber crimes prosecutor. So it's crazy to think like uh, some 16 year old just hacked it, like really point and shoot, like click it, like put like the web address or whatever. And then like, uh, so what it does apparently it overwhelms like the system, which is, like it keeps like reloading it. When I heard, and it's just, like makes it seem seem like it's getting like a lot of uh, traffic online. Mm-hmm. So then the servers will like turn down. So it's so crazy that that's happening right now. Like if, uh, someone from my some sixteen year old kid can just do that. Well, and he's really just uh, oh my god that. And apparently some of the attacks are being traced back to uh, Russia, Ukraine. And, China. So who knows what's gonna go on with that now? Well what? Wow. Yeah, I'm not even sure what's going on with it now. Uh, it just like takes a bit of money just to like do it and now like the sixteen year olds in jail and uh he's being investigated right now. But he's a juvenile now, so they're not announcing anything about him. And they don't wanna say anything because uh it's a fel- it's probably a felony charge yeah. well, he's Facing. The student faces a felony charge of using a computer to attempt e-fraud and misdemeanor charge of interference with an educational institution. Uh, it's going to be by state court, not by federal prosecutors. The FBI is involved now. If, if, if it wasn't seeming that big of a deal. Yeah, so we started like the... So, what is it? I should have read more of the article. Uh, oh yeah, and the school district was not taught the cut. The program was very simplistic because uh, you know how like I'm assuming like most of our college teachers like they took like a full seminar, right? Like it was more yeah. than the Florida one. It was only a week apparently of training. Oh, then and they didn't actually activate the program until the end of the week. So like the weekend, everyone's like. Okay, guys, like, how do you guys do that? Like, it was like a teacher, like, conference, basically. Like, how do we do this? How do we do that? Because uh, te- our, uh, my teachers are still having trouble with uh, Zoom and uh, Blackboard, right? What about you? No, they they all got the hang of it now. Some of my are a bit older, so, like, they're still getting used to it. But uh, I'm, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. They, they, didn't, they only got a week of learning, and they didn't get the program until, like, Friday. Yeah. They were like rushing to like figure it all out, so it's getting a lot of criticism. 
And I do think that the teachers are like starting to gain more respect, more more uh, priority in this world right now because of online learning. Yep. Uh, I think that's all we have for today, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I think we're done. Yeah. So that's it for the roost hour this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it and stay safe and healthy with everything going on. And I hope you guys have a good week and see you guys next week. Bye. Yep. See ya.